My name is Cassie and I'm the founder of Fatco, where we use these guys to make this stuff. Let me explain. At Fatco, we specialize in making natural and organic skin and body care products, many of which contain tallow. It's nutrient dense and healing. It's extremely high in vitamins A, D, K, and E, all super important for skin health. It's natural, it's healthy, and it's sustainable. People are saying, oh yeah, when your finals MVP, you are now the best player on the planet. To me, that makes no sense whatsoever. My opinion, Patrick Williams had a phenomenal rookie season. I feel like on the defensive end, he, he played he played well. He guarded the best players. Ladies and gentlemen, what it do, baby? It is your boy Pride. Obviously joined by mike we have a packed show for you today before we get into it mike how you feeling oh, i'm feeling good I, I started training i'm trying to put my hat in for next year dunk contest give you people you know something amazing because i know you guys tired of watching this trash i'm tired of watching this trash so i'm practicing I, my dunks i think guys. at some point we need to understand that the dunk contest needs to like be gone for a few years. Yeah. Like, I think we need a break from it. And then when we bring it back, I, we don't really need superstars. We just need different stars. Like, Keep off the get streams. some dudes from the G League or yeah. like, because we were talking about this morning. Uh, I was talking about this morning. Somebody was like, yo, them dudes that you be seeing on YouTube that be doing those those types of stuff, do that. Because at this you, point, you don't need star power. You just need something entertaining. And you know what make NBA players take it serious? Have G League versus NBA, like, Make it a team. Like you don't want to get showed up by uh now this uh mm. Penny Hardaway. No, Tim Hardaway. Mm. Tim Hardaway. And any person so that over 30 years is gonna be hard to take a new dunks. I, I understand, but when the most creative dunk you can think of is a generic dunk with Tim's on, and we call that yeah. perfect, we could be giving that a 40. Yeah, I'm sitting that one out. Like again, I understand it's difficult, and I understand we're gonna see some, you know. Having to do some new stuff, I understand. But again, if you're giving a 40 to an in-game dunk just because you got Tim's on, yeah, teach their own, bro. Teach so their many, own. so many miss on uh, dunks. It was whole, but it, it, um, in terms of everybody, it was 37 percent dunk percentage, bro. Yeah. 37. I'm like, all right, come on now. I'm like, if this is real, bro, we gotta figure something out, bro. But we got a pack show for y'all. Um, we're going to get into the top 75. Uh, some names was left off that surely to be in the top 100 because that's the next phase, the next step for the NBA. So we throw out some names we, th- we think should be in the top 100. Uh, Chris Paul doing Chris Paul things, decided to get injured. We'll talk about that. But before we get into it, Monday, we need the hot takes. Mike, I'm cold. Heat me up. Uh, well, this one I have one, but it's kind of biased. I'm not even going to use the bias one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it out because my my hot take was, I believe Kevin Durant is not solely hooked on the Brooklyn Nets. I, I believe he got one foot out the door. And wow, if he do decide to leave, I feel like my Chicago Bulls will be a. Uh, 
a top destination that he would consider joining. Yeah, so so that 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 wasn't the biased one. That is the biased one. That last part, the bias, my Bulls destination. But yeah. I really do feel like Kevin Durant is not really all in on Brooklyn. Like, <laughs> I think I, I just feel like the team, like the, the Warriors, it was a it was a nice organization. They played basketball together. You don't uh-huh. see that in Brooklyn. It's like a every man for themselves. You don't see that that team camaraderie, and a team like the Bulls got that. Like you, you have a. Two two slashers and Demar and Zach. Yeah, who, you know Zach can stretch the, the floor out for you, and Demar can go to work in the mid range. You that take out so much pressure off KD. He can just enjoy playing basketball. So I, I feel like if he would leave, we'd be a a top destination. I understand where you're coming from to an extent, and look, I don't think he's. As out the door as you think he is, I think he's willing to give them more time. I do think, though, they're at a position in their um, in their relationship where, and I'll be honest, I think it all truly hinges on Kyrie, like. If Kyrie doesn't, if he doesn't get back on the court by any means necessary by the end of this year, then I think that's when Kevin Durant will have his foot out the door. I don't think he'll force himself to get traded or anything like no, that. I don't think he. I just think he's like this final year. His mind is gonna be made up. Yeah. And in, in this final year, he's going to, in his mind, he knows whether I'm staying or whether I'm leaving. Like, he's already going to know that. So, I think at the end of this year, if Kyrie's still doing his, no, I, I don't want to get vaccinated. I don't want to, you know, so I'm not going to really play. If that continues, I think KD, and I don't even think KD's going to talk to him. Because I'm pretty sure KD's already talked to her, tried to talk to him. And, and Kyrie doesn't listen. So, I'm pretty sure they're just gonna. He's gonna be like, you know what? Yeah. It is what it is. I'm chilling. I think the only way he stays if Kyrie doesn't take the vaccine is if Brooklyn all of a sudden gets some sense and trades Kyrie. Like, I think that's the only way. But again, I don't know because- if they'll do that. I don't because the thing is, in order for that to happen, KD's gonna have to come out and say, "I want out." Or you know what I mean? They have, he's gonna have to give him the, him the him or me, and I don't think he's gonna do that. Yeah, Kyrie is the main, like the main key if he won the championship with Brooklyn. Not saying Ben Simmons is trash or anything, but he need Kyrie more than anybody on that <laughs> team if he want to make a run. And right now, Kyrie, I, I heard he could play like what seven games. There's remaining games that they have. Yes, he's not playing so, much. He's not. He's not. And that, but that's just kind of the sad part about it. But that's just the reality of it. You got a guy in Kyrie who's a, a, a head case. Let's just call it what it is, right? He's out there. He's weird. Even if it wasn't this, it was always going to be something. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, I think KD kind of shot himself in the foot. You get maybe, what you get. Maybe that maybe that Bulls think it just biased, but I'm just dreaming. He ain't got to work too hard. You got two. That is biased. I mean, listen, if 
<clears throat> if he leaves, I can see I can see three teams that he will go to no problem. I can see him going to the Celtics. I can see him going, <laughs> but no, but, but it's not for it's not bias. He would go to a place where if you get there, it's not gonna be like, oh my god, it's Kevin Durant. You know what I mean? Like there'll be a spotlight, but he won't be considered the savior. Like the Celtics really have something. Another place, Miami, because they're trying to build this whole grit thing, and it's kind of funny because Morris. All of a sudden, their quote grittiest player still hasn't played, so he tried to pick problems with Jokic. I just think that's hilarious, to be honest with you. But if he goes to Miami, that's another situation where he's not going to be looked at as the savior. And another team, believe it or not, the Clippers. If he's willing to just, you know, say, look, bro, it is what it is. Kawhi and Paul George, they now can focus on defense when they need to. KD could be that bucket dude. Like, listen, I listen, I hold nothing past KD. When he went to go to state, this dude told me everything I need to know about him. Knowing him, like, it, like this dude will probably 1,000% go who won the championship. That's where I'm going. Like, he's shown us that. He's shown us that before. So... That's the, but that's, that's a good one. That's a good one. All right, I'm about to one-up you. Uh, I was talking about this earlier this morning, and people got mad at me. Um, I believe the gap between Devin Booker and Trey Young is as big as a gap as LeBron and Marcus Smart. I so think you, the gap you're saying, between, you're saying Trey Young is better than Devin Booker? No, no. Oh. Other way around. I'm saying Devin Booker is light years better in every yeah. way, shape, and form of basketball yeah, that's fact. than Trey Young. That's fact. And I don't even think it's close. I don't even think I had a dude try to argue me that Trey Young was a floor general. I'm like, when has he ever been a floor general ever in his career? I mean, he's a floor general to Clint Capella, John Collins. That's not a floor general. Throwing up lives on the floor general. I'm saying by that logic, Jamal Crawford is a floor general. I'm not stepping. I'm saying he. I'm saying he. That's what he do. That's not a floor general. I'm saying I was being sarcastic. My bad. My bad, coach. My bad. My bad. You got it. You got it. Got it. Got something. My bad. My bad. But now I had somebody really tell me that supposedly Trey Young was the best point guard in the league. I I was talking to somebody. I'm not gonna say his name. I ain't gonna say his name because I I don't want to be rude. But he told me Trey Young is the best point guard in the league. So I decided to play a game with him. I'm like, all right, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I, name me your your top your top three players. He said it was, um, it was. He said something about Giannis, um, Joel Embiid, and Kevin Durant. When you put Joel Embiid up there, you automatically don't know what you're talking about. But I decided to be nice and let it rock. I said, okay, who's next? And then he said LeBron. I said, okay, who's next? He said Steph. And I was like, all right, you lost. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, is Steph not a guard? He's like, isn't he not a point guard? He was like, yeah. And I'm like, so Trey Young is the best point guard in the league, yet Steph is above him, and they play the same position. But he named he named um, Joel as a point guard? No, 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 no. I, he, I told him to name me his, his five best players, like the top oh. five players in the league. And he said Steph over Trey. 
And I was like, all right, you're, you're clearly out of your mind. But I, like I said, I don't think he's even close. I think when you compare them, I wholeheartedly believe, and I, I say, I, I mean this, like, I'm not even trying to be mean, because I have nothing against Trey Young. I don't have anything against him. But come, if you compare him to Devin Booker, the kid is average. He's mid at best. That's just, that's just the reality of the situation. Like, like if you're gonna talk with Trey Young's alone, like by himself, how is he? You know, good player. But there's no way he he's like like I said. I believe Devin Booker in every aspect of basketball is without a shadow of a doubt better. Gritty uh, 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 Yuki says, um, is floor general the basketball version of game manager? Not really. What a floor general is, basically like what Tom Brady does. When he controls the entire offense by himself, that's a floor general, an extension of the coach on the court. So think Chris Paul, think LeBron James, think um, what other guys can do it. Uh, Rondo. Rajon Rondo. Like, um, Someone said, are you saying Young is better than Curry? No. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying somebody said Trey Young was the best point guard. And when I told them to give me their top five, they put Curry there. So I was just saying their inconsistency was off because how are you going to say Trey Young is the best point guard in the league right now? But at the same time, when you say who's your top five, you put Steph, who is a point guard above him. So I'm not trying to say that Trey Young is better than Steph. That's not what I'm saying at all. It's just this individual's inconsistencies had me worried. But yeah, I just, I just, I just wanted to say that. Get that off my chest. Mid-season checkup. We're going to start with the Eastern Conference. And move over to the Western Conference. We saw the, our last week. We did how our original thing, our original uh, top eight seeds looked. We're gonna do it again this week. Go ahead, bro. And I start with the Eastern Conference. What's your one through eight? Oh, uh, when my number one seed is, I got the Miami Heat staying there. It was my prediction at first. So I guess I. I'm going to stick with it. Number two, I got my uh, my Chicago Bulls. I feel like they, they got the second toughest schedule, and we're still waiting on guys to get back. So you might you might drop a couple of games. Mm. So, uh, But I still think we're we going to hold on to the top top three. Number three, I got the Milwaukee Bucks getting that three seed. I feel like they just cruising right now. People, people are not really talking about the Bucks, but they still playing some really good basketball. I like the surge pickup. Still waiting to see a Brook Lopez come back. Number four is Philly. I got them getting that fourth seed. James Harden gonna help a little bit, but I still feel like uh, if Joel can stay healthy, he can still lead this team to a fourth seed. He, he be playing good without Ben Simmons. Uh, hopefully, Tobias step up. Number five, I got the Cavs. I feel like they still young, so they might drop a couple of big games. But they still a, a talented team to remain in the top five. Number six, I got Boston. Boston is really clicking right now. They're playing some uh, some great basketball. I like ride, the, just ride with your team. You got bragging rights for life. I like the uh, Devin White pickup. Like I said, Derek he, White. Derek. Derek. White. Yeah. Derek. <laughs> Listen, I'm I'm fighting for him. Derek. My say bad, it right, bro. My bad, bro. Derek. I've been uh, saying this for a while. I love He's the Jason best Tatum. Derek to ever play basketball, bro. The yeah. best Derek. 
okay, okay. Uh, I don't know what he's talking about, but hey. <laughs> he wants to smoke some before this podcast. I, but I, yeah, I, 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 you. I really, I, like I said, I love Jason Taylor. I love his game. And, uh, they play some really good basketball. Number seven, I got the Toronto Raptors. A nice, solid team. Well coached. And number eight, I got the Brooklyn Nets. Don't know when the hell um, Ben Sam is going to come back. Kyrie only going to play a handful of games. KD's still loud. So it's going to be tough for them to uh, leapfrog any of teams. Probably they probably can leapfrog Toronto. That's it. But I got them at the AC. Mm. Okay. So um, my number, your number one and number two, for me, it's flipped. So you got a heat bulls. I got, I got a bulls heat. Mm. And I just, I just think that Chicago has been literally a shell of themselves all season. Like Chicago has never been healthy ever. Like they don't know what health is. This is the, like this team got shut down because of COVID and they're tied for the number one seed. Let this sink in. Hey, it's shit. It's synced in. I'm, hey, bro. I'm just saying for the people, for yeah, yeah, people but, out there, yeah. this team has been <laughs> ravaged by injuries and are somehow tied for the number one seed. Hey. I just think that has a lot to do uh, with coaching. I think it has a lot to do with the players themselves. Like, I think Billy Donovan is doing a hell of a job coaching these guys. I think everyone is holding themselves accountable and they're holding each other accountable. When nothing but accountability is going through your locker room, it's easier because now when you lose, it's easier for you to go to somebody and say, look, this is where you messed up. Let's fix it so that way next time it doesn't happen. Fair. And when you have guys who will listen to that criticism and not get in their feelings, not feelings. cry about it, but instead go, okay, you're right. I messed up. Let's fix it for next time. When you have that, and then you have guys stepping up, and now you're gonna have guys coming back. Like, pretty sure Lonzo's coming back soon. I th- is it Caruso already back? Oh uh, no, everybody is supposed to be back like mid March. Mid March, fully- I, yeah, I, I know. Uh, uh, Zach Levine, he just heard some good news for for um, his specialist, so he's yeah. good. Patrick Williams is 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 on the verge of coming back. So like. For y'all to be at the second seed, and you just now had, um, the Kardashian lover, yeah, yeah, Tristan Thompson, which I like, I like it. That's just me. I like that pickup. I me really too. Do. Me too. I, I think it's a solid pickup because you more size, and especially as a backup position, as a backup guy. Yeah, I love it a lot. I like that. I, I think it's a solid pickup. Um, but but yeah, so me and you, we got to flip. Um, I got the uh, the Bulls at one. I got uh, Miami at two. Um, I got the Bucks at three. Um, I just and the uh, listen. I don't and I don't think they're a three seed. I think they're at best a four. But the only reason I'm gonna give them the three seed is because I just think the number four, like three and four, I agree with you. Um, I just think I almost put the Celtics at four, but I didn't because I didn't <laughs> want to seem biased. But my concern is how is James Harden and Joel Embiid truly gonna mesh? Like that's my concern. I'm gonna give them both the benefit of the doubt, and that's I'm going to did. say I'm gonna say it's gonna work out in their favor. 
I'm going to say it's going to work out in their favor. Um, I got the Bucks three. I think at the beginning it's going to be rocky, but again, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. I say it's going to end up working, which um, Sixers at four. I got Celtics at five. I think we're clicking at the right place at, at the right time. Um, again, if we make it to the second round, that's my NBA finals. I don't care what no one says. Like, you can't take that from me. Um, I got us at, at there. I got the Cavs sixth. Basically what you said, they're a young team. There's going to be some very crucial games that they lose just because they're young. Um, seventh, I have Brooklyn. Um, I think Brooklyn is going to end up getting it together. I really do. I think – I don't know what's going to happen with Kyrie. But yeah. I think with, but by no later than a month, Ben Simmons will be playing. Yeah, if Ben Simmons and Durant come back, I feel like those think, two alone. I think everybody. I think what they're gonna do, they're gonna wait for Kevin Durant to come back, and when KD comes back, then they're gonna put Ben Simmons out there. Yeah. That's what but, I, I think. They're just holding Ben Sim- or Ben Simmons just holding himself back until KD. Which is smart. Back. You you don't want that pressure on him. Exactly. Yeah, because now you don't. Now now if he's gonna be a fifteen game, uh, fifteen point per game score, now it won't matter. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Because now you you got you got KD out there who is a walking bucket for no reason whatsoever. Then you 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 still got Patty Mills who's been holding it down for this team. You got Seth Curry holding it down for this team. They, they, they got though. talent. Joe Harris gonna be coming back. Like they got some talent. So I feel like they're gonna bring them all in at the same time. They're gonna bring everybody in at the same time so they can go, okay, look, let's figure it out. Do you really think Harden and Embiid will play good together? I think so. I I'm gonna say yes because remember, he, Harden it, played well with it, Clint Capella. It's all depending on who accepts the second role. Harden cannot go into the trying to be number one. I think no, but I think I think it's gonna be a one A one B situation, and I think James is gonna have to understand that I have to be the one B. Like this is his, this is Joel Embiid's team, so he needs to go in with the mindset of, at best I'm one B. There's gonna be games I'm gonna be a number two, but again, and there's gonna be some games that he be number one. But as long as they 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 let's each be honest, know, though, let's be honest, James Harden, all these problems didn't come until the Nets was taking a loss after loss after loss. And to follow on Doc River to sit both of those dudes down and let them know each row. Oh no, nah, he's he, him and Daryl Morey. Daryl Morey yeah. got to be there too to say, "Look, James, I love you and all, but you know it's this is his team. You're, we're still going to feature you, but we yeah. need to understand. We all need to be on the same page, especially after what happened with Brooklyn. You need to make sure everybody is on the same page, same sentence, same word. Like they need to make sure they're perfect on the dot with each other. Facts. They need to make sure. I think they will. I really do." At least I hope, because again, Joel Embiid also understands if if I had this whole fallout with Ben, then I have the fallout with James. At some point, people are gonna start blaming me. You know what I mean? So, um, but that's why. Again, like I said, it's gonna be a little icky in the beginning. Yeah. But, um, but yeah. So I got I got the Nets at seven. Um, I got the I got the Charlotte Hornets. I got them at eight. Um, I was thinking about putting them in my um. Yeah, I, I have them at eight. I just think the the Toronto Raptors. I like them. They're doing all right, but I think after a while, I think it's gonna be rough for them. 
Which is weird to say because the Toronto Raptors, they're right now currently they're set the seventh seed. They're only five games behind from the number one seed. Like everyone used to, and it's funny, everybody used to say that that the East is soft. <laughs> everyone in the play, like from the play in one, like you know, two through well, three, because the number one seed, number two seed, the Heat and uh, Chicago, they're tied. But three to ten, they're they're all within ten games. Right. Every last one of them. The all the the two guys that are the the two teams that are the furthest are the Hawks and Hornets at nine and a half. Then the eight seed Brooklyn, they're seven games behind. Then Toronto, five games behind. Then number six seed Celtics, four and a half. Milwaukee, who's the fifth seed, two and a half. The, the fourth seed Cavaliers, two and a half. Philly, uh, Philly, the third seed, two and a half games. So like, somebody goes on a roll, and all of a sudden. This entire this entire thing could change. It could change, but um, yeah, the biggest the biggest disagreement we have is you got the Raptors in there, and I think the Raptors are gonna fall out. Brooklyn's gonna move up one, and I think Charlotte's gonna end up getting that last seed. But regardless, they they they're getting waxed. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> Like Charlotte's gonna get whacked. Same thing with, with the Raptors. They're gonna get destroyed, mollywop. Like dude's gonna contemplate yeah. retirement. So, but that's the Eastern Conference, one through eight. Let me hear your West. Uh, number one. Uh, now with this Chris Paul injury, but I'm still, I'm still uh, think the Phoenix gonna hold on to that one seed. I feel like mm. they, they, they the best. Team in the NBA, they, I mean, everything they got is just so damn good. So I, I think, uh, what's my guy name? Payne will hold it down. Cameron Payne, yeah, and, and D Book. So I think they will hold it down, win some games, and keep that one seed. Two, I got the Warriors. Three, I got the Grizzlies. Number four, I was gonna slide them, but I think they if they, if they can manage with the Jazz. I, I would think about flipping them in the Mavs. I really love the specificity pickup for the Mavs. That's another shot creator for Luca. Nuggets at six, and shockingly, the Timberwolves. Like, like this team is real. We're not real good. But this team is good. I, I love Cat, and then the AC, the Lakers. Because mm. I don't, I don't know if. Uh, well, I don't think Paul George and Kawhi is coming back, so I, I can't predict. Well, even if Paul George comes back, Kawhi is definitely not. Yeah, I, I think I don't, Paul George is enough to beat the Lakers or the T-Wolves. I don't know, man. And I've been fell off the Portland trip, the Portland um, bandwagon. I, oh, yeah, no, I'm better with you. So, I think um, I'm going to do the same thing you did. I, I'm going to I'm I'm roll with it. Um, I got Golden State at one, and I have the Phoenix Suns at two. It's tough for me because even though Chris Paul is gone, I still do like this Phoenix Suns team, and it's not like his leadership is still going to be there, but even though his leadership is there, he ain't going to be on the court. Yeah. So I think think that's going to hamper them some. I'm not gonna get too deep into it because that's the that's the next topic. So I'm not gonna get too too deep into it. But I got Golden State at one, 
and then I got Phoenix at two. I'm gonna keep the the uh, the Grizzlies at three. However, I think Dallas is gonna creep up to four, and I think the Nuggets are gonna creep up to five. Mm, so yeah, the Utah falling down. Hard. And I got Utah falling down, and Utah's my six seed. My seventh seed, I think, is still gonna be Minnesota. And my eighth seed, I got the Clippers. Mm. <laughs> I think with all the dismay that's going on with the Lakers, I th- I, th- I really think that I'm not gonna say a full blown collapse. But I think in some of those games where you need camaraderie and you need to hold each other down, I think with a lot, because there's dissension in that locker room. Like there's reports saying that, you know, there's some guys in that locker room that's saying, you know, shit. you want these dudes to. LeBron already thinking about playing with Brian. Yeah, shit. so like everybody's <laughs> kind of like in their own, like, you know, kind of in their own thing, like when, in the, with their own factions, so to speak. So. Yeah. I don't know, man. When it comes to needing those that real though, that real camaraderie, those close nitty gritty games where you can look at the guy next to you and be like, you know what? Win, lose, or draw. This is my ride or die right here. It's gonna be like, yeah, okay. Like, and I think that's gonna cost them some games. And I think those are gonna be the games that, frankly, I think that's gonna be the games that matter. Plus AD I think there's gonna out. be a couple games that like you know like when they're like a game and a half or two games behind like you know though like that game that they need to win to get into the AC. Yeah, I think that's what's gonna push them out. I really do, and it's yeah. a shame because I hope the Lakers make the playoffs. I really do. So I when they lose in the first round, I can tell everyone I told you so. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and someone says, um, yeah, last time we had Utah uh, Utah Jazz at one. Why? And I already explained it. I explained it. I said I felt like. The Suns were going to be content with just winning, just getting to the championship, to the NBA Finals. I thought they were going to be content. And people forget, in the beginning of the season, they were. They started one and three. They were not looking good. They got they got their act together. And we did this NBA preseason. So, like, it's not like we, it's not like we saw a couple weeks and was like, oh, okay, here. Like, yeah. this is all before. I thought I thought the um the Suns were gonna get a little complacent. I thought the Warriors were gonna be threats, but I just thought they were gonna have a few games where they could just throw some games away to get Clay in to incorporate some new guys. That's what I thought it was. Um, obviously with the Denver Nuggets injury, I didn't think they were gonna, you know, I didn't think they were gonna do anything. I don't know. I I, I saw Memphis coming, but the three seed, I didn't see that at all. Like yeah. at all, I thought they were gonna be a, a playoff team, but this explosion that they like had, this arrival, play, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I did not see this, this arrival, this, this explosion. I didn't see this now. And I said, if you look at all of them, no team really cares about the number one seed, other than the Utah Jazz, because nobody, when when the Utah Jazz got the number one seed last year, nobody cared. So they're like, we're going to one-up ourselves. We're going to get it two years back-to-back. At least this was what I thought. They were going to get it two years back-to-back, and then they were going to try to do something with it. Yeah. Now, mind you, I said they were going to get the number one seed and do absolutely nothing with it. I, did I I think I had them out in the second round, right? Yeah, I think I had them out in the second round. You know what I mean? So, but that's why I just thought that, like, the planets were going to align where – 
I thought Phoenix was going to have an iffy year. I thought Golden State was going to still be contenders, but I thought they were going to, you know, give some games up. I thought, you know, Dallas with all their turmoil, I was like, yeah, they'll make the playoffs, but I don't know if they'll even do anything. Um, Denver with their injuries, I didn't know. Minnesota, no one thought Minnesota would even be in the playoffs. And they're the seventh seed right now. You know what I mean? Like, they, they're two and a half games back from the sixth seed. Right. You know, and I, I and with, with the Clippers, Kawhi, Kawhi was injured. Now Paul George, like, that's if he – and I said from the jump, Lakers ain't going to do nothing. Like, they going to be bouncing the first in the first round. And, again, everything I'm saying at that time doesn't sound crazy. It sounds crazy now because of how everything unfolded. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know? It's like the same thing. Tom Brady was drafted with the second to last pick. Everyone who passed up on him, are they idiots? No. You know, because at that time, Patrick Brady Jr. didn't look like that. He didn't look good. You know? Charlotte drafted Kobe and immediately traded him. Just sometimes the way things start off, it don't look it it don't look right, you know. Then it goes and pans off. Uh, just predict football games again. <laughs> you're saying you're saying all of this with the knowledge of what things are like, how things plan, panned out. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like basically, you're saying it. This was uh before the season prediction. Yeah, th- yeah, bro. this was before the season. So again, you know, it's easy to say now. Oh, we should have seen Memphis pop off. We, well, yeah, it's easy to say that because you're seeing it. Yeah, you know I, 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 I did not see Memphis popping but, off. No, I, I, this, this type Shit, of hair, I even see the Bulls popping off like this, to be honest. No, and, 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 and we agreed. I had them, what, fourth or fifth? Yeah, and this explosion they having? So you uh, that, you everybody says, yeah, having the number one seed don't mean nothing. It's all about the matchup. It, it, yeah, no, I, I'm with you there. I'm with you there. I but at the end of, at the end of the season, there has to be a number one seed, you know. And I just I just thought that after everything Utah went through, and remember yeah. after they lost, they straight up said, "Yo, I want you know, we want that and number one seed again." Especially after the All Star break, most teams like the Golden State, the Lakers, they they worry about getting healthy. They they not thinking about yes, yes, they, yes, they, they, they they want to get and and healthy. and that was my point. Like there are some teams that frankly don't need the number one seed. Phoenix doesn't need the number one seed. Yeah, they, they don't need it. They open anybody. Exactly. Golden State don't need the number one seed. I mean, Memphis, maybe. But even then, guess what? Their record is on the road. They're 21 yeah, and 9 on the road. Home court advantage really don't mean anything. You can you can drop a game on the road or the at only, home. The only time it really means anything is if you have a very young team, a very young roster that thrives off of the home crowd. That's all that really matters. If you don't have a lot of guys that thrive off the home crowd and just ball out regardless, the number one seed doesn't mean anything. Yeah. It really doesn't. Again, it, it just depends on your team. It just really all depends on your team. You know? Um, but yeah, that's mine. Yeah, like I said, dog, I got I got Clippers at eight. I I really do. I think, like I said, dog, I hope I'm wrong. What can't be mad at like that? I, said, like... I want to see LA in the uh I want to see the the Lakers in the playoffs. That way they can get bounced, and I can just say thank you. 
But the you way they've been, they've been anyway, playing. Anyway, anyway it goes, they they gonna kill LeBron James. Whether they miss the playoff, they would get bounced in the first round. They yeah. gonna kill LeBron. They gonna kill LeBron. Yeah, now nah, they 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 gun they're gonna. They're go- because it, that's just the easy route. It's easy. It's easy to blame Bron. We're, we're gonna we're gonna ignore the fact that Russ is like what is, is he like top two in turnovers? Yeah, his yes, yeah, yeah, his usage percentage is down. Yeah, like let this sink in. His usage percentage is down. Yet he somehow is still top two in turnovers. Let me, let me stop. <laughs> let me stop because I'm about to hurt somebody's feelings, bro. We were just talking about uh the Phoenix Suns. We were talking about uh CP3. Chris Paul. Point God, he gonna miss six to eight weeks with a fractured right thumb. Um, by the way, I don't think it's really gonna be six to eight weeks. Probably more, more, think, more like five. I think that's what I'm thinking. I think they did six to eight weeks to make sure they give themselves time. So that way, let's say he goes, you know what, it's healed, but you know, it feels a little stiff, you know, like it gives them time. Last thing you want to do is to rush in one of, if not your most important player and to just throw them in there. That is the last thing you want to do. So um, as of right now, they can, they can go, they could lose for the rest of the season. They can go over. And they, they, at, they, at the bare minimum, they're in the play in. Yeah, but look at their so schedule right now. It's not really a it's not really a tough schedule. To no, it's schedule. really not. It's, it's really not. It's really not. And uh uh everybody says LeBron's pick, you pick the players on the team. Yes and no. If you say LeBron LeBron Malik Monk, you're just hating on the man. There's three guys on that roster that he picked. There's only three. That was Anthony Davis, and that happened last year. Right, it was last year, right? Yeah, it was the, yeah, two years ago. So that's one. Two, Carmelo, after he had a conversation with him and told him you're coming off the bench, and Melo was like, All right, cool, fine. And three, Russell Westbrook. Those are the only three guys that he went and got. Melo is not is not as big of a problem as people want him to want to make make it out to be. The only people who are blaming, let's be honest, the only people who are blaming Melo are the people who are too scared to blame Russ. Yeah. That's all it really comes down to. Because nobody wants to blame Russ. Because, you know, triple double, head ass. But, Mike, with Chris Paul out six to eight weeks, how do you think it's going to impact the rest of the Phoenix Sun season? Uh, I don't think it'll impact that much. I think it's a it's a it's a well run team. Everybody know they roll. They play defense. So as long as they play defense again, put up points, I think they'd be good. I think Devin Booker. People forget that he still he got a little bit of playmaker at him, and letting him run the the floor would not be a bad idea. I think he get the job done until Chris Paul come back. And I, and I like the uh. Campaign, even though I didn't like him with the Bulls, but he, he he's a better player now. Uh, maybe DeAndre Aiden can step up. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they will uh won't be that bad. Yeah, I mean for me, um, it's I like I said, him being on the sideline, I think he'll still be there. His leadership and whatnot, I think I think they'll be okay. 
it's gonna there will be some some games that they'll lose because they didn't have them on the court. Yeah, but I think this is going to be a great time for us to see if his leadership rubbed off on Devin Booker. Which I, I think this right here is what we'll kind of see. Like, you know, your D book. What are you learning from him? Yeah. You know, like, because D book said, look, I've been I've been a sponge. Like, I'm trying to learn everything I can from CP3. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's that's true because if not, because CP3 is so it's a a huge part of that uh that engine that uh, uh that's that Phoenix Suns team, which which is why I kind of got him in my in my in my top five MVP, and that'll be a video that'll be dropping soon. So make sure you guys stay in tune. Yeah, I'm look, I I, I don't think. It'll, it's going to, like, destroy their thing that bad. But I will say this, though. I will say this. We will learn in terms of leadership. In terms of leadership, I think we're going to learn a lot. We're going to find out whether or not this dude, and when I say this dude, I'm referring to Devin Booker, we're going to see just how much you truly learned. You know? You know? And I, I think, like I said, as a player, I think he's phenomenal. It just really comes down to the leadership, you know. Mm-hmm. Again, he's young, but the thing is now, obviously, him being young, but now you have one of the not, like you got one of the best leaders in basketball now mentoring you. If you're gonna say you're a sponge and all that, you, you're this is your opportunity to prove it. You know, yeah. this is your opportunity to say, "Hey, look, this is what I learned from him." I'm, you know, yo, Aiden, come here, relax, breathe, come on, get, get it, get it together. That's what this is. That's what this is. And again, we'll find out whether or not it's true that he's really sponging it all up. We'll find out. This is going to be very crucial. Um, But again, in terms of the team, we're not learning nothing. Yeah. I just think it's more along of Devin Booker. Facts. You know, that's, that's what I think. I think this mostly... I'm not really worried about their season. I'm just worried about, well, not really worried about, but I'm just curious. You know, D-Book, when you say you were soaking everything in, were you really doing it? Like, were you really soaking it up or were you just capping? Or, like, what were you soaking up? And let's say you do have that knowledge. Can you use it and can you pay it forward? Like, that's really what I'm curious about. So, best in believe, while my guy D-Book, while he tearing the league up, guess what? I'm going to be there. <laughs> Let's stop looking at the night. They dropped their top, the, the top 75. They was taking pictures and all that stuff. And they were kind of, you know, hugging and they were loving each other. It was crazy. MJ had to make, you know, make himself the last appearance. I mean, I, I, I would do that too. I would do that too. If I'm still butthurt about the all, an all-star game that I got voted in, not because I played well, but because of my name. Like, no, no, I'm, I'm, I was ready for this conversation. Remember his last All Star game? Who was, who was the original starter? Uh, Vince, Vince Carter. Carter. Yeah. And he was crying like a baby because Vince wouldn't give it up. He finally gave it up in the end, and MJ was like, "Oh, spotlight was supposed to be all mine." No, Vince, Vince said Mike didn't want it. Mike wanted it. Mike did. They were bothered about it for like the longest. Mike was too. Every. And Mike was bothering him. The media was bothering him. Everybody was bothering him about it. 
He even had representatives from the Wizards tell him, talking about, yo, can you can you give it up to Mike? Like, what? Get out of here. Get out of here. Mike is a crybaby. I mean that with all due disrespect. <laughs> nah, we don't, we, don't, we, don't, we don't do Mike out here, bro. We do true goats, bro. Capital letters, bro. LeBron James, guys. That, that's, that's who the real goat is, bro. <laughs> not, 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 not Mike. Not Mike. What do I look like rocking with a dude named Mike? What do I look like? What do I look like? I don't know. So, some person ain't their right man. <laughs> so. But um, a lot of people are curious, and I, I want to get your thought. Give me some players you think that didn't make the top 75 that was going to basically be the next 25 because though the top 100, that's going to be here pretty soon. Yeah. In like five years, they're going to start hyping that up. They're going to start hyping that up like crazy. So I mean, top 100. Who's the next 25? Um, this this one. Well, I got I got five guys. Well, six guys. This one, people are probably not gonna agree with me, but I I feel like uh he he got a chance just off the uh his career, and I feel like if uh that's Draymond Green. Mm. Not, not. I, I just feel like Draymond Green does a lot for that Golden State Warriors team, and, and um, I, I think he got a chance to uh to get a, a slot, four time All Star, uh, Steals champ, three time NBA championship, two times All NBA, six time All de- Defensive, and Defensive Player of the Year award. That's that's not bad for a guy drafted in the second round. Mm-mm-mm. He kind of like a a, a a lesser Dennis Robin, you can say. Okay, okay. Um, obviously, one name I'm gonna spit out that everyone else is gonna say. I just want to get it over with. Um, obviously, Kyrie. Um, because everyone, some people are mad that oh my god, he should have been top seventy five. Uh, if you think that basketball's not in your wheelhouse, all due disrespect, of course, he should not have yeah. been. Yeah, now on this, I don't, I don't even agree that Dame should have been in there. I don't know why Dame. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I rock with Dame. I really do. But top seventy-five, I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, you know what? Nah, nah. I'm letting him in. Ah, forget it. I'm letting him in. Who Dame? I'm letting him in. We have to. If James Harden can get in, and I don't want to hear nothing. I want to hear nothing about Damian Lillard. I, I want to hear it. I want to hear it. That's all I'm saying. If James Harden can get in there, I don't want to hear it. All right. I guess you're right. I want to throw you a name. Let me know what you think about it. Bill Walton. Bill Bill Walton? I thought he was. I thought he was. Uh, I don't think he is. I'll tell you right now. All right. Here's the 75th anniversary. I love how they they refused under any circumstances to put this thing in like a decent order. All right, nope, I'm not seeing him. I mean, yeah, no. two time All Star, rebound champ. Oh no, he's there. He is there. He's I just saw it. He's there. I'm a bot. Don't listen to me. I'm a bot. No. <laughs> I'm a bot. All right, no, no, no. All right, so here's another name. Here's another name. Here's another name. Damn, I can't believe I missed that. Chris Bosch. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, let me check out his stats right quick. I mean, you know what I mean. I'm look. Listen. Yeah, yeah Matthew, 19... I ain't gotta check it. I ain't gotta check your stats. If Anthony Davis in it, yes, yes, Chris Bosh. Yeah, I, I mean, look, they, listen. 19 points per game, and we gotta remember that. You know, his because if he would never join LeBron, that's what I'm saying. When he won the championship, but his numbers have been down same as Anthony Davis. When he went to Miami, he gave up a lot. Yeah, his he numbers were a lot. Numbers would have still been the same so at, at Anthony Davis. Eight and two average almost for game, almost a whole block. Like, yeah, Chris Chris Bosch would most definitely be in the because yes. You say yeah to Chris Bosch? Yes. I f- I feel all, all about let, Chris Bosch. Let, let me let me hear another one from your list. Oh, uh, my second one is to me probably one of the most skilled big men that I've seen. Okay. That's um no, that's part of the song. I feel like Paul like, Gasol has to be here. Yeah, like Paul Gasol was an amazing player. He was to me, he was underrated. But I, I love Paul Gasol, both with the Lakers and with my boys. Damn, Paul Gasol really is not on the seventy-five. Mm-mm. That's bugging. That's 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 cracked. That's cracked out, my guy. Yeah, it's crazy. Six-time All-Star, two-time NBA champion, four-time All-NBA, All-Rookie team, and Rookie of the Year. He that's cracked out. That's cracked out. Nah, hundred percent. Yeah, now nah, he's there. Honestly, he should be on the seventy-five. I'll be honest. Yeah, I'll be honest. He should have been on the seventy-five. But matter of fact, if we gonna keep, let's keep it in the Gasol family, Mark Gasol. Mm. If I don't know about you, but this is the most borderline. Marcus saw is so borderline. I think I lost you, Pratt. Well, since we lost Pratt, we I'm gonna oh, there you go. You can hear me, right? Yes, sir. I don't know what the heck is going on with this thing. I'll worry about it in a minute. But yeah, Marcus Saul. Um, I don't know, man. To me, that's borderline. Yeah, it's borderline. His, his, not before Chris Bosh or Paul Gasol. His numbers not really. Uh, but he do guys. He do got three time All Star, two time All NBA champion, All Rookie, Defensive Player of the Year, and the defensive team. I can see him getting in. It depends on who, what other big man you compare you compare him to, but not over uh, Paul Gasol and Chris Bosh. No, no, I'm not saying over them at all. Well, know, I, I, will, I, I can see him getting the uh, maybe getting in. Yeah, I, I just but then again, just, I don't yeah. know because the next 25 years he might have some amazing big men come along. True, it's it's fifty fifty. It's a toss up. Now you you right there. It, it definitely is uh is definitely iffy. So um my next guy I'm going with a young with a with a young gun, and that's my nine favorite Chicago Bulls, Jason Taylor. 
I gotta throw Jason Tatum out though. I think Jason Tatum would be one of the next young guys to be on that that all twenty five list. So far, he a three time All Star, one time All NBA, one time All Rookie. Only twenty three years old. So if he keep this up, I can see him getting a nod. Who was your guy? Jason Tatum. My guy. Yes, sir. I like it. I like it. Anthony Davis is top 75 player. Talent-wise, yes. Yes, in terms of talent-wise. Problem is, sometimes he plays like he's a top 75 player. Other times he plays like he's a top 275 player. It's a few guys you could, you probably could have choose over him. His career not close to being done. We're we're like a Dwight Howard, a Paul Gasol, a Chris Bosh. No, definitely. 110%. Is that, yeah, he, he can do something. He still can, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just, I, I don't like him being in there now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Again, no disrespect to him. Cause like I said, I think he, in terms of talent, he is. Like the only people who should be there playing right now is LeBron James, Stephen Curry, Giannis, Chris Paul. So, I'm going to throw out two more names. And you let me know what you think. Tony Parker. Mm, yeah, I, I I think Tony Parker should get in. Let me check his. Yes, baby. Check Tony Parker. Bingo got him up. Six-time All-Star, four-time NBA champ, four-time All-NBA uh, rookie, final MVP. Yeah, I, I can I can see Tony Parker in that night. Yeah, that's looking that's looking good. Hmm? This? No. This? This? Yes. Here you go. So yeah, I I. But not man seeing Tony Parker in there. I'm surprised Tony Parker did not get that nod. That's crazy. Especially over uh damn Damian Lillard. That's crazy right there. No Tony Parker. Well, since Pride ain't back yet, I guess I'll throw out another guy. Uh, my next guy I'm going with, I think, who can make the all the, the next 75 is Luka Doncic. I think Luka Doncic can, uh, if if he get a team around him, I believe he probably get at least one or two championships with Dallas. Right now, three-time All-Star, two-time All-NBA, Rookie of the Year, and an All-Rookie. And for the last four, you back pride? We'll see. We'll see how long. <laughs> like yeah, always, I, my shit always gets touched. My my shit always gets fucked with. Always. Always. But go ahead, Mike. What was you saying, bro? I got it. Uh, 
that Yuki said something that drip looked kind of nice though. Appreciate it. What drip you talking about though? So you look so like Drip Bayless right now. <laughs> All right, yeah, so I got I got Luca. I need more from him. I, yeah. I need I need a little bit more time for me anyway. For me, it's a little bit more time. Uh, yeah, Manu. Ginobili? Yep. That's I, my last look. That's my last dude. Um, I can see that. My last one is biased, but I do got an, argue, I got an argument. That's DeMar. I think DeMar. No. What? DeMar DeRozan? No. No. I, I think DeMar got a chance. Fast no. time, all-star, two-time All-NBA. One of the players who changed the mid-range. Nah. He, he didn't change the mid-range. But I'm saying a lot of people don't use it, and he's shooting the mid-range real good, putting up 25 plus points do, a game. I don't know, man. I don't know, It's man. fucking James Harden and Damian Lillard. Top 100 man. player all time? It's, I believe, DeMar, All time. His career not done. I, I think DeMar DeRozan can get a... Uh, we'll have this conversation. We'll, we'll have this conversation. Appreciate that, Yuki. No, I try to, you know, dress to impress for the show. I mean, is another one to Vince Carter? Since I don't go nowhere. Yeah, Vince Carter, I can see Vince Carter. I, I think the only reason they didn't have Vince was because of the injuries. At least that's just how I feel about it, to be honest. Same as with Tracy McGrady. Yeah, that's the only that's the only reason why I'm kind of like, okay, it makes some sense. But other than that, that shit makes sense. Like, if that's if that wasn't the reasoning, I, God knows, bro. God and plus we had we got a lot of guys who who couldn't really um who got hurt like a Grant Hill. Penny Hardaway, yep. who could have made the list. Yep, definitely. But so the only crazy. time will tell, because that's not, that's like, what, for like another 25 years? And like yeah. I said, in like five I years, be, they're going to start hyping this thing up. I mean, down the past 50, shit. Yeah, bro. So that's why that, that's why they didn't send that, because it's the 75th anniversary, right? Yeah. Yeah, so. Who's going to be the next great? Yeah, bro. Bye, yeah. But this has been another episode of the Prideful Takes podcast. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Prideful Takes. If anything you guys want us to talk about, please feel free to let Y'all us know. just now tuning in. Pride is taking a shit. That's why his camera is not on. Uh, yep, yep. I'm taking a big <laughs> one, bro. Catch us on Facebook at Prideful Takes. Uh, and if you don't have Facebook, we're also on YouTube at Prideful Takes. Feel free to give us a sub. Uh, follow, uh, visit our website, www.privatetakes.com. Uh, Not only is every episode of the podcast up there, we also have original articles. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, there bro, you go. I'm getting so tight right now, bro. I'm getting so tight. <laughs> but I, I, I'm about to build a wall. I'm about to build a wall, bro. Because, like, like my girl always lets my the kids touch my shit. And I don't like them to because I know they're going to fuck it up. Yeah. I know it. I, Cause I know my kids like I know myself because my kids are me. What, what I would do <laughs> as a kid, any any type of shenanigans I'm gonna get to as a kid, I know my kids are gonna do it. Yeah. So I'm about to build a wall. I'm about to move them back to the living room. I don't care. Cause this 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 shit this is getting fucking ridiculous. But yeah, check us out on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Jesus Christ, this is so fucking unprofessional. I don't give a shit, bro. This is like episode what sixty something. I don't give a shit. All right. <laughs> if you don't like the unprofessionalism, all right, go stub your toe. God damn it. All right, fuck this shit. Jawan Howard is now suspended for five games. As long as he's not fired. Yeah. As long as he's not fired. That's it. Um, that's that's all. But on behalf of Mike, 
It is your boy Pride. We'll be back here on Wednesday for Wrestling Wednesday. Until then, y'all know what to do. Be safe. Knew where that was going. That was a great read. Ooh, Lillard from the logo. That'll quiet the two on the season. Second and one for the Bills. They handle the rush. Allen looking. It's down. Two to Shohei Center field. Let's watch it go. Did several of those inside low kicks. Oh.